0: Crudely Drawn Swords. Thank you. An actual play podcast. I can't speak anymore. Maybe I could never speak.
1: It's really hard speaking in lockdown. I don't speak to anyone for like days on a trot and then I have to speak and I'm like,
0: eh. <coughs> I, I live in a burrow now. <laughs>
1: and I get all the words in the wrong order. Or I speak to my next door neighbour and I'm just like, I've just found half a dead mouse.
0: <laughs> and, but like, Is it the good half
1: or the bad half? Well, it was kind of the inside half. It was just like... oh. The guts. The
2: inside half. The inside half.
1: But I I, I don't think that's a good opener when you talk to people. I remember how humans work now and they're not like...
0: (laughs) Good evening, how are you doing? You're like, I found the inside of a mouse. (laughs) Like, hmm,
1: yes, please (laughs) never speak to me again. (laughs) That is basically what I did.
0: (laughs) Let's try that again. Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords, an actual play podcast of low dice rolls, high adventure, and the insides of a mouse, randomly deposited by a spirit-bound magpie. With me are three heroes of great renown
3: across all the worlds, and they are... Wow, that's quite a high accolade. I'm All of the heroes around the world is me? Wow. Okay, edit that out. Uh, this <laughs> is Tristan T. Wilderbard.
2: Quinn T. The... <laughs> Percival Paladin <laughs>
0: uh,
2: I don't know
3: Welcome to Crudely Drawn Sword <laughs> Just reset Start again I was distracted by the kitten By kitten I mean cat Man these two beers have gone right to my head <laughs> This is gonna be good You can't tell a kitten from a cat That's an old ship saying He can't tell his kitten from his cats
1: <laughs> And Ali. <laughs> I'm Ali! I play Enigma! 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 And I found half a dead mouse in my garden.
0: <laughs> when last we saw our heroes, they had travelled to a scorched village, dealt with some emberlings and smoulderlings that had been left there as a trap for anyone with ice magic, found a number of dead bodies, some local, some not. And one living priest by the name of Aquarius Horn, who seemed to believe that destiny had brought him into the Hawk's company. And given that he was the only survivor of the wreckage of the village, who knows? Maybe. So, I believe as we ended our session, you were planning to use your weaponry as part of a rite. Is that accurate? I think so,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: So to draw the scene, you're in a village called Tazalik. The village itself has been attacked by the Drake. Most of the buildings are scorched and burnt, but they're also mostly made of stone, so there are walls and structures are fairly sound. But the uh, houses themselves are badly scorched, all the residents appear to have been burnt, along with a group of Ice Watcher troops who were in the village when the Drake attacked. And Aquarius has been uh, offering last rites to the dead and um, preparing them, and so the whole place smells smoky, there's smouldering buildings around you but the fires are all out and it's evening now, it's getting cooler. that That's the kind of setting you're in. Everything still smells kind of of smoke.
2: So as we were saying, our little encounter with Hector has yielded uh, some results, at least, and that is that we managed to land a few blows on him. Uh, what I suggest we do is those of us that managed to interact with him in a hostile manner... If we collect up those weapons and perform a little ritual to attempt to refine any material he may have left on the blades, uh, and that will allow us to establish a link to him. Mm. Okay. I did not. I did, and Tristan, I think, did as well.
3: Yeah, and I haven't put my daggers away yet. I've got little hip holsters for them. so He's been licking them, but... (laughs) The, the minute you stop singing, they disappear. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> so while I was talking to Percy, it, I seem quite distracted because I'm actually humming under my breath, kind of singing a song. <laughs> What's that, Percy? What were you saying? Well,
2: what happens to your daggers when they disappear? So they like go off into some big washer realm they have a little party where they're, they're scrubbed down and cleaned i'll be honest i'm i'm
3: not really sure i feel like they kind of yeah they, they disappear they're gone they,
2: yeah they're shaped from the music of the world when you summon them do you always summon the same daggers no. or do you summon like
3: yeah, it comes different there's a similar sort of theme and a similar shape and color but yeah i can i can mix it up if i like okay i could uh draw short swords if i so choose I see. Perhaps a bow at some point if the GM lets me, I don't know, we'll see.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So it's pretty much just this sword that uh, Kalanoia that's any use in terms of trying to scrape a bit of Hector off, let's just use that then.
3: I mean, yeah, I was unaware of the uh, disappearing when I stopped singing, to be honest, I've I've not used these in, in anger yet so that's a new one to me just in comedy i don't really consider that yeah
2: what have you used them for then
3: in. well i've summoned them i've i've practiced and you know i guess when i'm i'm using them i didn't think i was singing when i did anything with them like i'm chopping potatoes i'm chopping them small he's dicing with death They're like singing a little song while you're shaving. Yeah, maybe I just... I never realised that I've always just been singing the whole time. These are super sharp. Watch me cut this paper. And now I'm shaving my arm. I'm just always singing to myself. (laughs) Look how quick he goes through this
1: tomato.
3: Look at that. And thin. that's not
1: all. Cause when you <laughs> get
3: these knives,
1: you will get a magic potato peeler.
3: <laughs> you can cut spirally chips with this attachment.
0: <laughs> that's one of the things. Like Tristan could become an incredible chef, because he can now
3: sing any type of knife into existence. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I want it to be a peeler now. Spiraly <laughs>
1: gorgeous. Yeah,
3: I'm also the ultimate salesman. <laughs> Cause I just can't stop selling <laughs> These knives sell themselves. That's the beauty
0: of them! But well, this is the thing, Tristan. You might even have summoned them with your mind alone. Whoa. That's something that you are
3: capable of, but you need to roll a much lower stat to do it. So, you know Yeah, so what happens if I if I summon them with my mind, they stay. If I summon them with my performance If you summon them with your mind
0: They stay while you concentrate on keeping them there. Yeah. Which is purely fictional positioning, really. Yeah, okay. Whereas if you sit on them with your performance, you're doing something physical in the world to maintain them. So that's sort of how I see it happening. One thing I will say, though, is that because the weapons are an extension of your power, you would be able to recognise and distinguish Hector's blood. Okay. You could find the tone for
3: it. Yeah, maybe I could use that rather than like summoning... <laughs>
1: as long as he's, uh, his blood type is, hey!
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm
1: done. Off the call.
3: <laughs> I wonder if, if I could find the tone for things, I might be able to summon things. Sausages... That'd be interesting.
0: You might, but in this case, probably not people, but you could do, for example...
1: Nectar points.
0: If you had a selection of blood on a sword, you could find the right bits.
2: (laughs) That that sounds useful. Yeah.
0: So you weren't building an arcane connection to some mook
3: that uh, Percy stabbed. Like those dudes that guard the fae.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Those big
3: homunculi
2: dudes. Mm. Well, anyway, with the the next Tristan T. Wilde tour in the planning phase, um, with all that out of the way, let's get on and do this ritual then so you think that you can find uh you can distinguish hector's blood Yep. i've got a sword with some blood on it let's let's do a blood, blood, right, blood, blood, right, right, blood
3: right, right blood right blood right blood right blood blood <laughs> right. this is it this is the new the way hawks do things blood rights but with comedy
1: <laughs> i'm pretty sanguine about it
3: <sighs> it's a very clever joke okay so what do we need then percy what do we do Yes, we got to tell us.
2: Um, okay, so we're going to perform a ritual. We need a place of power to perform a ritual, which we do not have. But in the absence of a place of power, then I can use some consecrated ground or an item of power as a focus for a ritual. And I did pluck a gem out of some punk's head. Hmm. So I'm wondering if uh, if that might be able to be used as an item of power, or if not, whether there is consecrated ground in the village.
0: Yes, you did find there was a small temple at the uh, back of the village hall, yeah. which is consecrated ground, so you definitely have access to that. You might have to clear a few collapsed joists off it, but once that's done, Consider it then you definitely have access to uh, consecrated ground.
2: Cool.
1: I'm just gonna pick up some of them and just like throw them, like a javelin. I just feel like I wasn't getting any attention. I can't do much with the blood. I'm not very magical, so I'm just gonna just gonna do fancy things with the posts. Cool.
2: <laughs> well, you can do them caber tossing. Caber. Yeah. Tossing. That's an important part of any ritual. Yeah. Yeah. The opening caber toss. Like,
0: no magical rite is complete without the like. Highland Games aspect. (laughs) It's like the three things. Blood, magic, Highland Games.
3: I'm going to start concentrating and summon my daggers in the form of big glassy bagpipes. Oh (laughs) oh no, I can bring my accordion out. (laughs) That's after she's thrown it not very far.
2: So to perform a ritual, then Ben, you give me one to four of the following conditions. In fact, I'll link it to you, shall I?
0: Yeah, that'd be handy. Yeah, so I think first thing is you will have to disenchant the magical icicle you took to do it.
2: Okay, that's fine.
1: Can we aid and interfere? I mean, oh. aid. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can make it harder if you want. <laughs> did you have in mind?
1: Can I aid and try not to
0: interfere? <laughs> and... You'll need help from Tristan, obviously.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. First choice. Me, pick me,
0: pick me. Or my magpie. You will also (laughs) need help from... uh, I hope
3: it's Ben. From me, the (laughs) Gio. It's going to be the
1: priest guy.
0: Me, mag. Yes. (laughs) You'll also need help from uh, Daddy Ghost
3: Pig. Oh. So not technically Enigma, so... Yeah, I've been (laughs) upstaged
0: by Daddy Ghost Pig. Yeah. So what you can tell is that you'll be able to get power from this icicle you pulled from the cabalist when you defeated them you know that tristan's ability to sense and identify anything Hector, now identify most things yes including in this case Hector's blood will look tree <laughs> <laughs> that's that's also enigma can do that better than tristan yeah uh, eyes but also the hallowing on the ground is quite weak, and you think that between Enigma and her connected ancient beast, you may be able to increase the power of the space. Okay.
3: But you have to sacrifice Enigma or Daddy Goes Pig. What? <laughs> it's a tough choice. Hmm.
1: I have got a little menagerie, haven't I? I'm gonna start collecting more creatures. You have got a menagerie of animals. I'm Snow White of crudely drawn swords. Ha, 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 ha. That's something else. <laughs> I
0: was say. Well, you say that, <laughs> but how how would uh, Snow White be characterized among the canon of Disney characters? Oh yeah. What? Yes, yeah, true. Well, I'm just thinking like Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, all these car kind of fairy tale characters have something in
3: common. Yep, you are our Disney...
1: Snow White's never been a princess, <laughs> and nor am I. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa no one's a
3: princess here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's no mention of princesses, but definitely a Disney princess.
2: Yeah.
1: Anyway. Like Princess Leia.
2: Yes. Okay, so um, Enigma, can you have a word with Daddy Ghost Pig, get him to do his thing, enhance the, the connection that we have in this hallowed ground? What does it take to convince him to do something? Can you just ask nicely, or um, is it something more than that?
1: Just ask nicely, unless there's, like, magic ghost truffles nearby.
2: Uh, are there?
1: I don't really know how to find magic ghost truffles. He's probably better <laughs> at it than me, anyway. Um, oh, just ask nicely.
2: Just ask nicely, then. Okay. Well. So, Enigma,
0: how do you go about making this space more holy? How do you bring your own Halloween to it?
1: Um... Well, I was going to step behind the tree that isn't there.
0: Yes, of course. And you're immediately in the forest. Yes. In the tall leaf litter and the grey tree trunks. And the boar is
1: there. Hello. Jasmine. All right. What do you need? What do you wish for? Well, we're just doing this right. And we want to do the right right. Right. I was wondering if you would be all right to make the ground... bit more hallowed you know draw our connection to the land a little more
0: he inclines his great head and he says of course but you may lead this bring the forest to the space and we can build around that
1: bring the forest to the space yes uh so i'm just gonna Give him a bit of a sidelong gaze while picking up lots of ghost pine cones and then leaf litter <laughs> in the hopes That's what you meant.
0: <laughs>
3: That's pretty good.
0: Yes. Yeah, so he watches you at work. What do you do?
1: Um, I'm going to make sure there's some acorns in that too. Yep. Because acorns always attract the squirrels Yep. and uh, you need ghost squirrels where we're going. And then I'm going to... um. Go back out of the forest, so step out from behind the tree. Yes. Back to the scorched place and uh, lay out in a big old circle um, all of my my armful of vines. So amongst all this burnt land, there are these, these kind of fresh-looking bits of leaf litter, acorns, pine cones, dog poo, all the things that you find in a park. So Tristan and Percy, hmm.
0: Enigma... Suddenly appears in her arms. She's carrying a bundle of ashes.
1: Oh,
0: absolutely like ashes and grey dust.
2: Uh, f- fantastic! You brought some dust. That's um. No,
1: it's it's okay.
2: That's precisely what we needed.
1: It's pine cones.
2: Yeah, like pine pine dust. I thought we could do some crafts or something. So, is this something that Daddy Ghost Pig sent, or is it? Is this him? Are we speaking to him now? I I collected it myself.
1: Uh He said to bring the. uh Forest to the space. Okay. But it's changed a
2: bit. Yeah, I mean it's pretty dusty, but I don't know. Maybe it's a maybe it's a metaphor of some sort. Probably. Yeah, let's um let's start making a circle of power with that. Maybe we can use this dust to um, to, to set out some some runes.
1: We could also draw runes on each other's faces with the ash.
2: Yeah, that would be cool. I was thinking that.
1: It'll feel a little bit more blood ritual, <laughs> you know.
3: Yeah. Make us look like slate miners. Yeah. Put smears and look oh tough days work. I was wondering if while they're laying out the the ash, whether I could try and see if I could encourage anything to grow from it. So I was like, maybe that'll maybe that's his riddle. See if I can work some of my magic on that that magic. What you
0: can feel from it, even as she spreads it around, is that Everything that she's carrying is very long dead. Okay. It's almost like the dust of fossils. It's ancient and it's it's long, long dead. And it's justified.
1: <laughs> and it drives an ice cream van. <laughs> and,
0: and it is also justified. It doesn't drive an ice cream van. Oh. So you can feel that as they start to complete the circle. And it's now getting darker... Because there's a partial roof over this end of the building, it's a little darker in here than outside. And out of the corner of your eye, you start to see trees where the circle of dust lies. It's like there are tree trunks that aren't there when you look straight at them. And as the dark starts to increase, you have more of a sense of them. And it's almost like they're coming out of shadow.
3: Ooh, nice, my realms.
0: Yeah, exactly. You feel a kinship there. Mm. So, Percy, as you complete the circle, and now it's getting quite dark. Do you have a lantern or something? Are you
2: are you working in the quiet and the dark? Um, I think probably working in the darkness for the moment, partly for practical reasons, and we don't want to. Uh, light up our position and partly because whatever it is enigma's done i don't want it to be so interrupted by anything yes sure um so when you say that we can see things coming out of the shadows, is that tristan specifically or my way of that
0: no as, as it gets a little darker you're starting to see It's like when you glimpse something out of the corner of your eye, and if you look straight at it, it's not there, but it feels like there are trees around you, even though you're inside this building.
2: Okay. Um, Yeah, maybe as it gets a little darker, we'll light some candles and stick those out as well to try and enhance the shadows a little bit. Yeah. So tristan has got some stuff to bounce off. Sure.
0: And as you're laying them out, Aquarius comes in. Oh, uh, you're busy, right? Are you? I'll wait outside unless you need me for
2: something Um, you, you can join in if you want Aquarius it's probably useful that you do very well very well I'll be uh, what what are you doing here sir we're just trying to we just need a, a little sample of something to uh, to enable us to to bind somebody if you like right and so as I'm saying that then we'll we'll set out the, the circle and we'll set out these candles uh, around the the room as well so the, the shadows begin to dance a little bit and I'll take the sword and try to lash it to a, a like a beam right. that's still intact from the ceiling of the, the room that we're in ideally to hang it over the middle of the circle or to position the circle so that it sort of hangs directly down in the middle Yes. and then beneath that then I'll produce a vial or a little potion bottle and try to position it so that we can attempt to cast some incantations and effectively drain the sword of any material that's left on it, having first used Tristan to to filter it out and then fill up this vial.
0: Cool. So you have this circle of candlelight and outside it you have this shadow of trees that now the candles are the main light, it feels more like you're in a forest, even though you know there are walls. And the candles casting shadows... Because there's several candles, it's like crisscross shadows of the sword against you and your shadows reaching back and it's this very... It's very dark and shadowy. Now everything's in place. How do you commence the rite? Mm. What would the camera see
2: if this was a film? So I think Percy probably pieces around it a little bit and then... Calls into the circle, a rush of power, and maybe the the sword begins to to resonate, and beading of dew and liquid and any other sort of remaining detritus is sort of visible on the the blade as it hums.
0: Yeah, so it's like condensation on a cold surface.
2: Yeah, that that sort of thing, like sort of morning dew, but it's um it, it's bloody and and yeah muddy and and fairly unpleasant and I guess it's almost like the the sword is sort of sweating yeah as it uh, as those beads coalesce on it and probably at that point then Percy'll call Tristan forward Tristan are you're you're able to to filter this somehow you know, separate any link to Hector from anything else that might have been on the, the blade
3: I think so I'll give it a go so Stuart's gonna describe what Tristan does and the GM can step in and tell me when that's not what happens. Yeah. That's how it works. No, that's fine. Yeah, but I mean I'm gonna get descriptive in my abilities in ways that may not be what my abilities can do, but let, let's find <laughs> out in game. So Tristan kind of walks up and it's all I imagine it's kind of dark and you've got the the firelight cast and it's kind of this orangey glow and it's almost sort of shamanistic but with a bit more of a sort of churchy religious feel, but so Tristan's going to kind of stand in front of the sword and he's mumbling under his breath. And and what I'm actually doing is I'm I'm trying to tune in to like the molecular structure, the magical molecular structure of each individual piece. And I've honed in and I'm sort of sensing back and I'm remembering and I'm singing back. I'm singing my encounter to myself under my breath. How I like I was raised in the air and I flew down. I nicked it. I'm kind of yeah. creating a story that I'll be telling later. But all the relevant points, as I'm, I'm kind of eyes glazed, and they kind of through my eyelids, little parts fizzle and pop, and that's how I, I realise that that's that's Hector's blood, and so anything else that isn't fizzling, it, it, it kind of like the ready, whitey glow. So the the whiter and hotter it gets, the more relevant to Hector it is. Yeah. And via process of elimination, like in Minority Port, the way he swipes away the screens. Right. Here's the thing. I don't want to obliterate the thing, but I want to close my hands and it's like destroyed and taken off the sword. It kind of just, I break it into its musical notes, basically. I think that you kind of like,
0: you do that and these droplets just hit into steam and evaporate. Yeah. you kind of like, and that one's gone.
3: Yeah. And that's not it. And I'm like, oh, and there's the horse and I like the idea of just snuffing out that musical note. It's like you snap the string. Yeah. And admittedly, the end game would be that somehow I could do that to a person further down the line, depending on how deep and corrupted I get. (laughs) But I like that. It's almost like Hades cutting the hairs in Hercules. Yeah. Because I think he has a single hair. So it's that kind of like... until all that's left is these white spots that... I love the, using the futuristic references. Like Terminator kind of coming back, that sulphur kind of joining up. And all the DNA sort of pulls and it falls right to the tip of that sword.
0: Yeah, so all those drops combine until there's just a single drop yeah. hanging from the tip of the blade. Yeah, and it's just waiting. And I kind of like, Percy, it's ready. Tristan. You failed.
3: Give me a <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Give me a Defy Danger on Charisma. Oh, for fuck's sake. What I've actually been doing when I roll a one is that I've been burning up all of Hector's uh, DNA. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's done. It's just this start trolling this random guard. <laughs> right, Charisma. I've clicked it.
0: It'll be along any second, I'm sure. Don't click it again, because last time we got like 10 rolls in a row. <laughs> yeah, that's... we took the average. I don't think that's how it works.
3: I'll give it one more click.
0: Oh, there we go. Intermediate success. Yeah, Yeah, so what happens, Tristan, Mm -hmm. is as you do this, and you get this feeling of everything moving into a drop, part of what you're doing here is reaching into the past and finding connections with the past and connections with recent events and connections with the sword. And while you do that you get a very unsettling feeling of an endless, relentless duel. Okay. Percy, mm-hmm. so you have this single drop.
3: What do you do?
2: Tristan, is the is this as much as we can recover, or um, do you think there's any more?
3: Uh, there's, there's quite a lot. I mean, we only need a bit of it to start the ritual, don't we? This is... It's, it's a delicate science. Yeah, it's quite correct. It's, yeah, that's it.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's not a criticism, it's just a straight up question. Really. Oh, yeah, it feels kind of criticism, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: This is the best you I mean, I've just siphoned his blood on a molecular level from a sword that you struck him with. Like, you never clean that sword. <laughs> well,
2: no, but, you know. Ah, Scott. You, you did great, buddy, okay? You, well, I'm going to go <laughs> sit
3: outside the fire circle now. Suck. i try my best. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just, no, that, that's then. fine. If, if that's everything that we we're waiting for, then um, we'll put a little stopper in the end of that vial. This should be enough. Yeah.
3: It's also concentrated now, so it's ten times the concentrate. That's how blood works. That's, uh, hmm. that's canon. Like squash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really strong (laughs) it's like the squash before you put the water in yeah turned to orange yeah
2: excellent so what I'm thinking is that uh, having got a piece of Hector's body that means that I can combine two little moves one of which allows me to interact with ghostly insubstantial and extra planar entities and one of which allows me to do that to anybody if I've got a bit of them
3: you could probably talk to Daddy Ghost Pig directly now.
2: Um,
0: mm, yeah, interesting. Oh yeah, you can actually. You've probably trained that partly by seeing
2: Daddy Ghost Pig. Great. Yeah, possibly. Yeah.
1: Well, I still control the magpie, so shut up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I reckon sort of through that, then uh, we can use this as a focus to uh, interact with Hector. So seeing as we've got like a big, dark, spooky... Ritual site set up. I think we should have a little go now to see if it works. Yes! <laughs> okay, this is going to be good. I'm not particularly aiming to interact with him, just to sort of see what happens when we do it.
1: uh Can I get Sorrow to make sure that he's perching in a corner, yeah. looking over ominously, possibly as like a silhouette? I feel like it needs to add to the ambiance.
2: Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, is there anything in particular that we want to? we particularly want to do at this stage i'm thinking that we just go and see whether there's anything that frustrates us doing that and the the extent of the interaction that we can manage
1: and warn him there'll be three ghosts
2: if you want to scrooge him (laughs) then we we
1: can do that (laughs) (laughs) if we're his door knocker to be fair yeah that's the canon version isn't it (laughs)
3: Yeah, I think if you sent Sorrow to sort of sit in the corner and say something the equivalent of failure or something that will just... Uh, what about nevermore?
1: And it'll really confuse him
3: because it's like, <laughs> you know, wrong bird. No, this is the hawk. So Sorrow just to sit in the corner and say, PENIS! PENIS! <laughs> <laughs> PENIS! It's our thing. It's the cruelly drawn sort calling sign. Cocks! <laughs> but that will be a good way to see if it works and not give away that we have this ability but maybe put a spook on him mm. let's not
2: reveal what we've got yeah we might be able to just piss him off so we can interact with them including dealing damage if my devotion opposes them. well clearly we oppose him mm. maybe we just sort of check out what's possible see if we can do things like if we can sort of enter into the scene that he's in and do things <laughs> Like, find his research notes and leave them open on a particular page. That would be kind of funny.
1: Or if uh, Sorrow can leave a feather behind.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that might be just giving ourselves away a little bit.
1: We haven't got feathers. He'll never notice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we could give him a paper cut while he turns the page. Yeah. And I know that does sound like a joke, but if we made little clumsy things happen so he started to
2: question his sort of sanity...
3: Tie shoelaces together.
2: Well, we could open by doing something like, we know where we've stabbed him, we could just make that wound weep. Yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Make it kind of burn a bit
3: as well.
0: I like that. put some cornflakes in his mouth while he sleeps. (laughs) (laughs) That was my next
1: suggestion. (laughs) So when he wakes up, he's got a mouthful of soggy cornflakes.
2: Well, let's let's aim to use this to, to scry the sort of scene that he's in at the moment, and then see if there's anything that we can use to fuck with him. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: but <laughs> without, without
2: revealing
1: Put lemons in his trousers. So when he wakes up, he's got lemons in his trousers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we need to do things like warming up the wound, like say making it bleed, or making the fire roar, or crackle, or spit at certain points. Like send, flicking an ember out the fire is quite a good way to kind of scare him, but hmm. it's not necessarily us that did it. But also, it's fire.
2: Yeah, I mean, having your house burnt down is scary.
3: <laughs> yeah, but if we do it, so he, he catches it. But it, it's fire. We're kind of, for the sake of oh, I don't know, we don't want to say we're like we love fire too much.
2: Uh, I suppose. Yeah, I see.
3: What, I see where you're going with that. If we could just do little things with fire around him, like keep putting candles out and stuff.
2: That would be quite a good, like, scare him, make him think about the drake and... Or let's give him a piece of information and see what he does with it, because he is actually very good at what he does.
3: We could tell him the lottery numbers and then see if he gets rich from them.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then we could give him the almanac! <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> is there anything that we know about the sword, which he's very interested in, that he might not know?
0: You know a lot about the sword by now, I think. Mm. So, But what would he not know? Yeah, there's relatively little information that you could find about it. A lot of what you've learned has been through experience.
2: Oh, I got it right. So let's um, let's interact with him and see if we can briefly, uh, maybe sort of take over him or put him in a trance or something and get him to sketch out the Hall of Mirrors in um, what's it called? Malahim. Malahim. Right. Yeah. Because I reckon he probably hasn't been there and probably doesn't know an awful lot about it, and as far as we're concerned, it's a big old of mirrors. I'm not sure we're any, any the wiser as to what it does.
0: Yeah, it's just
2: a big empty
3: room when you were there.
2: Yeah, I mean, if that leads him towards trying to examine that, it might be we get some information out of it. Yeah, maybe we should start small first. Yeah, maybe, yeah.
1: You could hypnotise him and make him draw a crudely drawn
0: sword. Okay, so are you going to use those rolls that you've made?
2: Um, oh, they were, I was just linking it because it's easier to read, but yeah, sure, why not?
0: Yeah, I, you've, you've rolled both the
2: things. <laughs> They're good rolls, Sorry.
0: Does Ghost Seer have a intermediate success condition?
2: No, the, the, the description is as you read it there.
0: Right, yeah. So how do you set this up? Do You can't make it a continuation...
2: Yeah, we'll make it continue. We've got a place of power, we've got a little right circle, so maybe even some of that dust then, we will use that to... The way I'm sort of thinking that this manifest is almost like a sort of um, voodoo doll sort of deal. Yeah. Uh, whereby we have an effigy of the, the target. Um. And so in this case, I think we take some of that, uh, that ash that we were using to mark out sort of the boundaries of the circle and maybe some glyphs and runes. Um, and we just kind of scroll that into in the centre uh, into a little stickman effigy Yeah. of Hector. And we'll just place that vial down on top of it.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh,
2: and then we will invoke that, basically.
0: And so as you start to your invocation, you can feel that connection, like the connection to the spirit world. And it seems a little stronger in this forest. It's accessible to you. You've encountered, you've seen Spirits of the Dead before, but this is more easier for you to find, easier for you to reach. And you find yourself seeing a room. And in the room, you see Hector. He's laid back on a bed with a lot of pillows and there is someone else there bandaging. Or changing a bandage around his chest where you cut him.
2: What do you do? Um, let's test the the limits of this. First of all, well, for like Tristan and Enigma, can you also see the scene, or is it just me?
0: I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I think is that probably you're the only one that can see it right now. Person. Oh, that's a light. Or oh, you can see it clearly. Tristan and Enigma, what you can see yes. is almost like the Shadows on the Wall version. You can see silhouettes, it's quite hazy, it's almost smoky, but you can see something.
2: Okay. As we're in this ritual circle, then is there anything I can do sort of ritual-wise to attempt to bring the others into it? Because the, the Ghost Seer and the, uh, and the spiritual connection thing is just my abilities.
0: Yeah, so it goes through you.
2: But I reckon if I can do a ritual around that to expand it to the others, yeah. seems we're here then I'll, I'll attempt to do that.
0: Yeah, give me a give me a, uh, a defied angel wisdom. Not bad. So I think Percy reaches out his hands and <laughs> baby that's not his hands.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Enigma and Tristan, if you take his hand, the room comes into sharp focus.
3: He probably wants it back later. I mean, when have I ever not taken (laughs) Percy's hand? Yeah, so
0: then the room is sharply focused and now you can see Hector being bandaged up.
3: (gasps) I'm going to lean across. Percy, can he hear us?
0: I don't know. The medic looks up and looks around the room, suddenly alert. (gasps) Percy,
2: can he hear us? I don't know.
0: The medic looks up and looks around the room on the alert. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: this is sweet. Are you able to use your vision to
3: see this? My my magic vision. Yeah. I, I'll have a look. Okay. Ben. Yes. I will attempt to use my magic vision and Yeah. I don't know what I'm looking for, but I'm just seeing like so actually no, maybe I am. I'm gonna try and study Hector to get a real good understanding of his um tune.
0: Yeah, to, to get a handle on what he's about.
3: Yeah, because I'm wondering if I can So I can almost track people. He's quite far away, but I might be able to try and work out a way to kind of track his movements. I can at least tell what kind of city or village he's in, maybe, if I can if I can really hone into his tune. That's actually quite a good idea. Yeah, of course. That is a useful thing to do. So I think that's
0: uh charisma that's musica monday basically right so give me a charisma roll i've rolled it that anxious moment roll it again
3: nine hmm. intermediate success i have plus one going forward because percy asked me to do it that i don't remember establishing that so
2: no oh, i did ask him yeah
3: <laughs> he did ask me
2: hmm.
0: on a seven to nine Choose one. There's a backlash that resonates through you. Hmm. Your exploration of the universal harmony reveals an unwelcome truth.
3: Ooh, it's going to be that one. Will you draw unwelcome attention? No, I want the unwelcome truth. <laughs> I want to know more about this world and do these little minx. Okay.
1: Actually, the dandy is a better player than you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I didn't want that truth. <laughs> You're not as cool as you think you are. I'm like, what? Different truth, please. I mean, unwanted attention could be quite good as well, but I guess it would be from him rather than like a deity. So I think I can
0: kind of combine those actually if you want.
3: Mm, I guess. that That might be fun but I get, I want more of a good side then. If you're combining two, I want more like, I get the result I want, but there's, like I can track him from afar now, but I'll take the hit of a worse outcome.
0: Yes, that is correct. You can also convey a brief message to him if you need to, because you've
3: understood his harmony. Okay, oh yeah, I can do that. And so- This is not gonna be good. (laughs) Deals with the devil. You do this and
0: you get this sense of him and you know where this room is. This room is in the fortress of Sankastropalov, by the face of the glacier. This is the heart of the Ice Watcher operation. Wow. And what you see as well is there are lines of power leading to him. You see most people and they're contained and they're in one place. But he's like a nexus of lines of power reaching in from different directions. He's, there is so much power within his frame that he's actually beyond any human you've seen in terms of the magic he has access to. Wow, shit. Including Bambury at his strongest.
3: Wow, is he drawing the power? Is it leeching from him, like seeping from him?
0: He's drawing it, or it is being given to him. You can't tell which, but you know that it's flowing into him.
3: And I'm guessing I'm not going to have time or ability to try and backtrack some of that magic and follow it back to its source. You can feel that it's ice. Yes, yeah, so it's basically Alan Breyer.
0: Yeah, this is like... What you infer from this is that he's becoming something... He's approaching divinity himself. Shit.
2: Hmm. Wow, okay.
0: So, uh, yeah, there's a huge amount of power here. But he has still been cut, and he's still having his bandages changed, and he's taking it in a rather sour temper, honestly... He seems quite pissed off. Like when the medic takes off the bandage, it obviously stings a bit and he like swears at them and he's... You get the impression hes he
3: just seems really pissed off. Has the medic got uh, a needle to sort the wound or I was just going to basically see if I could... Oh, again, I probably should have checked with Percy. Just like as he's going to sew the wound, she kind of nudges his hand
2: so he digs the needle in even deeper.
3: (laughs) See (laughs) if that sort of thing. I think that
2: that works because I want to kind of go up next to his ear and just like into his ear whisper, maybe even in my own voice because he he knows me.
3: Do we not want to keep our cover though? Do you want him to know?
2: I kind of want him to question whether... There's voices in his head talking to him.
3: Yeah, okay. Um,
2: and whether he's making them up or whether they're external things. You should mm-hmm.
1: do impressions.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but I, yeah, I want to whisper into his ears. Um, S- sausage to meet you. Stop.
3: <laughs> 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 okay, sorry.
2: No, I want to do it. So, uh,
3: he's killing you, you know. He's trying to kill you. Nice. As he says it, I'll flick the needle.
1: <laughs> and I will tweak his toe, so I'm involved. <laughs>
2: Well, you can be the other devil on his shoulder saying something opposite if you want.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You've got quite nice hair.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Percy, when you whisper that, Hmm. he, like, glances over to the side and in your direction. Now, you can interact with them as if they're a spirit ghost or extra planar entity. So, how solid do you think you are to him? Do
3: you control that? Um, you just there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just stood there. Going, What's up, bro? <laughs> He's trying to kill you. He's like, Percy, oh,
2: I didn't think you could see me. Put your finger
1: in the air, then he can't see you.
3: Oh, where'd he go? <laughs> I think, certainly
2: given that I'm doing this for the first time from a ritual, uh, and we've sort of adapted yeah. the... The technique to be enhanced by ritual magic Now, i'd like to think that i have a certain degree of control over it yeah
0: so i i think when you say that he looks your way and it's like he thinks he should be able to see something but he can't he says get out to the medic and they like step back like the what 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 do you he says come back in a moment and then enigma says you've got quite nice <laughs> hair on the other side <laughs> And he goes back, he goes, Ah, no. No, never mind,
3: come back. (laughs) (laughs) It's (laughs) alright. Keeping him off balance. (laughs) (laughs) The medic's like, What? Percy, I'm going to lean into Percy and say, You should whisper, not him. Yeah, Uh, yeah,
2: that's a good one. That's clever. Yeah. Um, Plant plant something somewhere so I can tell him, so that it verifies. He says to the medic, Continue. I thought...
0: There are prophecies. There is a spirit foretold that will grant me a path to victory. For a moment I thought I heard its voice, but it is nothing, this wound, I'm, I'm exhausted, I must be hearing things. But for a moment I thought there was something there. The, the medic calf kind of shrugs and goes back to bandaging very carefully because he's clearly kind of on the edge and he's also a very powerful commander. I want to stick my finger in the wound. I was going to say, Tristan, while you while this is happening, you can see tendrils of magic starting to spread out from from him, like he's starting to search the room with his magical ability as well. You can perceive that
3: like a breeze blowing through the room. Does it look like something I could encourage the others to avoid, or it looks like something that's going to catch us if we're if we don't get out of here?
0: that could go either way you might be able to you can see it so you might be able to
3: deceive it Hmm. so i'm gonna kind of depending on like if it was like almost like a concentrated beam that he shot out in a way and then just kind of swept around the room yeah i'm gonna kind of walk up to enigma and and be like sort of tap them and be like with put my finger over my lips and do a quick <laughs> Follow me, and so I'm going to try and lead us in front of it, and like, I'm going to make sure they're in front of me and keep like the, I'll do the trust me, trust me. I'll do the hawk symbol, which is a crossed fingers like this. What most people use for a lie, we use as the truth. <laughs> we cross our fingers.
1: Do we not even get s- slowed? So I'm like,
3: trust
0: me. It, it works. Like the thing that's quite wild about it is Tristan T. Wild. Oh. I know, wild. It's that you can walk through walls like they're not there at all. Using doors. We all can. But, yeah, because oh, yeah.
3: you're you're
0: effectively ghosts.
3: Yeah, but I don't know how far out this magic... If like, he's just scanning the room.
0: No, but it's, but when you start to walk through the wall, the sight of the room gets a lot less clear. Oh, we were just going to try and walk around, avoiding it. Okay, yeah. Hmm. But his bed's on one side of the room, so you might have to like sneak around... In the wall, at least.
3: Yeah, that's yeah, fair. That. But that's
0: fine because you're effectively ghost. You have effectively got no clip. Go and engage here.
2: Go, go and tell him that the troops didn't kill us, and he should check with them uh, and look for a confirmed kill, and then we'll bugger off and let him to uh, let him stew on that. There's there's no way that his troops would have st- would have come back and said no, got away.
3: <laughs> uh, okay, I'm gonna avoiding all the the, the distance. Yeah. I'm gonna sort of go up and I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put in a new voice but I won't do it for this I'm gonna walk up and say your your men did kill them, didn't they They wouldn't they wouldn't lie to you about that would they and then slink away.
0: He's looking around the room again now he definitely looks like... Like, this is something he, that doesn't surprise him.
3: I feel like he's heard two male voices and a female voice. He's not stupid. We've just blown our cover completely.
1: <laughs> There's loads of men and women all over the place. Yeah, but
3: he specifically is annoyed with two men and one woman,
2: one of which <laughs> has said,
3: you got nice hair, governor.
2: <laughs> get Aquarius Horn to say something. Come on. <clears throat> what should we get to get Horn to say? I'm here too. Horn. <laughs> Yeah, so
0: do, do you like call, do you call Horn over to join your little uh, line?
2: Yeah, call Horn over and we'll give him like the shh, 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 shh. And we'll do um, our fingers
3: sing, but he doesn't know that we're yeah. not tricking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he like
2: takes your hand, Tristan. He's like, all right, what? Oh, where
0: are we Shh, shh,
2: shh, shh, So what is, the, how is the room set out? There's a bed, he's on it and there's a, is there anything else in the room? You're in a rectangular
0: room. Basically, there's a door, there's a bed. It's not a particularly ostentatious room. There's a bed, and then there's a big writing desk on one side with, like, quills and papers on it. And there are shelves above it, which contain many
2: tones. Okay. You could have him say
3: something like, the sisters remember, or the sisters don't forget. No, I I think
2: we make him sort of appear as a shadowy apparition so that the actual <gasps> form that he's caught a glimpse of is somebody other than us oh better than
3: that we dress enigma in some white clothes <laughs>
1: oh
0: no whitey white 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 lady white white oh, lady
3: white oh lady white skin
1: <laughs> oh the woman in white ah,
3: the mythical <laughs> lady in white the la wraith <Blanque Reto. laughs> oh Then he'll know. Then he'll know true fear.
1: And he has to say, I am the
3: ghost of
1: Christmas past.
2: I think next time we can do that. That sounds good.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that next time we'll set up the full Scrooge. (laughs) I don't think enough programs have a Scrooge special for Christmas. (laughs)
2: Aquarius says, So what do you want me to do? What should we have him do? Let's have him. Should we have him take a book down and put it in the medic's bag? If you want him
3: to catch a glimpse. It should almost be. It should almost be Words. him picking a book up and just walking out the room, or no, he's something. Picking the book up,
1: open it up, turning the corners on the edge, closing <laughs> it up, and putting it back. That's a
3: useful book, Mark. I do that all the time. No, that is the worst thing you can no, do to a book. It's that's lived in. Like if you get a book that's crime. like hundreds of years old and I someone's never, turned the page, never lending you a book. That is person that No. Admiral Adama says, you never lend books, you give books. Yeah, that's right. That's just because,
1: is that the same as all the things Ben's ever lent you? (laughs) How dare you? Those were Christmas
3: presents if given in good faith.
2: (laughs) Uh, We'll have Horn um, go and stand um, behind Hector so uh, that Hmm. Hector can't see him and the Doctor can see him. So the Doctor will have to give his description. And we'll just have him sort of oh, nice. briefly appear as a little apparition um, and maybe sort of snip a lock of hair off or something like that. Nice. And just let it fall to the floor.
3: Or, no, we'll take it with us so he wonders what's happening.
2: I don't know if we can do that. I
0: don't know if you actually can take it with you because you're going, you're
3: a very long way away. Oh, okay. Here we go. He takes a lock of hair and I blink it out of existence. Yeah, let's see if I can do that thing that I did earlier in reference (laughs) to.
0: So you manoeuvre around, and then you, presumably you can reach into this magic Percy and just change the way that light passes through him or doesn't. So the medic glances up and sees this robed figure with his pointy hair and his dark skin appear before him slowly and then Aquarius kind of gives this particularly sinister and toothy grin and then he fades out again and the medic has like jumped back and is kind of looking horrified and he says there's something, there's someone
2: I think we probably end the write at that point and get out of the way.
0: Yeah, Hector says, I knew it and Then you break the right. And at the moment, you let go of Percy's hands, Tristan, Enigma.
2: I will never let go. We'll make it, I swear.
0: It starts to fade, but Percy, you get a slower fade of the room as it turns to mist and then into darkness altogether. the car setting you're in everything still smells kind of of smoke okay nobody
1: say anything this will be great on the patreon
0: <laughs> <laughs> a new patreon entry to just silence from crudely drawn swords
1: i mean it's pretty tricky to get
0: welcome to our show we're just gonna not say anything uh, i might cut this after the uh music But I'll put the silence over the music to save space.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you've got a theme for it. Yeah. Like that guy. Yeah,
0: the silence theme.
1: John Dingy.
0: Yeah, I'll do a cover of
1: 4 minutes 33.
0: Mm -hmm. So this drop falls from the tip of the sword into your
3: penis.
1: (laughs) I was going to say waiting vulva. (laughs) Why do you think that's worse?
3: It just is. It's the waiting... It's the waiting part, that's the bit. Yes, so you're... You're now pregnant with Hector's baby. You're now pregnant (laughs) with a little mini Hector. Blood Hector. (laughs) Chibi Hector. Hectorette. So...
0: You have this single drop. What do you do? (laughs) (laughs) Stop
2: that. Infant.
0: You can't
3: open up your... Waiting vulva.
1: <laughs> Waiting vulvas before you get to the real one. <laughs> if it's just running a bit late,
0: it's like the vulva lobby.
3: And get a nice coffee there. Frosty <laughs> coffee. There's some comfy seating. All the times are up where the next arrival will be and departure. Really spacious. Loads of legroom. You open your
0: will to the circle
2: because <laughs> 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 it sounds like Willy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I
0: got, it. I got it. I was trying to find a way, a way of phrasing this that worked.
3: Um, I'm going to walk up and I was going to say, "What's he say?"
1: Nice to see you. To see you. No,
3: <laughs> to me. Wait, I had it. I'm going to walk up and say, "They wouldn't lie to you about that, would they?" And then
0: slink away. He's looking around the room again now.
1: They're too wiggly to be traitors. Oh, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> <laughs> he,
0: and he
3: looks... Are like, they too wiggly? <laughs> no. No, no, no.
1: Or not wiggly enough. <laughs> hmm.